Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. <laughs> you just said, yeah, like Darcy. Wait, yeah. yeah. Are you ready? <laughs> Ready? Hearts ready? I'm ready to go. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. Even though my voice sounds terrible today because of the weather, my voice is remarkably okay uh, because I haven't had to do Darcy or Stacy this week. I mean, as my vocal teacher, you can attest that my voice is much better since not having to do baby girl Lisa anymore. Oh, yes. That was, well, that voice is artificially low uh, due to due to the prevalence of Marlboros. True. Yeah. And everything else, and <laughs> probably working in a chemical factory. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Yo, baby girl Lisa worked in a chemical factory. I'm almost certain. Or yeah. did hair, or that hair dye just got, got to her. <laughs> Bless her heart. Uh, this is Naughty Day Gaze. This is Toe. This is Toe, everybody. Is Welcome toe. to Naughty Day Gaze. Um, I'm Maddie, a.k.a. Matt Marr. And I am Jake, a.k.a. Poodle. We are doing this remote, we, we say, remote but still goat. Remote I don't like that. Still... I need to make that no, up. We I need to say, I, you said once, yeah, and I really like it, we're doing this via satellite. <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> and you told me that no one does anything via satellite anymore. But you know what? Really, you think about it, it is via a satellite because this is this is this show is via satellite. Via satellite. When did they stop doing stuff via satellite? I think in like 1991. Because now it's not. Everything's on satellite. Really good though. I think so too. You sound literally. You sound not even worldly. You sound outer worldly. 
Ooh, we're they're be- we're beaming you in via satellite. I mean, that is crazy when we think about <laughs> it. The internet is beaming me up to sp- is beaming you up to space right now, and then shooting you back to me. Am I going all the way into space? Yes. I wish I could like talk to some space guys while I was up there. You really want to get <laughs> fucked in space, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I would That'd love to have gravity. Yes, that we. I feel skinny. It's like when I have sex in a pool, and a man just lifts me up and throws me around, <laughs> and I feel petite. Y'all, if you haven't not had pools, like Shamu, no. <laughs> you guys, if you haven't had pool sex, maybe it's not good for women's vaginas. So I don't know. Don't come at me and say, Maddie, you said I should have pool sex, and I got a yeast infection from the chlorine at Wrigley's Community Pool from the lifeguard. <laughs> don't. I don't know. But if it's fine, you should have sex in a pool. Have you had sex in a pool? I haven't. I'm not into it. Oh, I um, liked it. I felt so light. All of the, all of the, uh, yeah, you kind of do that. But there's all kinds of new friction issues. Um, and like, if it's a pool, it kind of like stuff gets inside and like doesn't feel good. Well, um, it, it burns a little the next day. <laughs> it, you want definitely want a salt water pool. I. Jesus. Okay, when have you been in a saltwater pool? A lot of pools now are saltwaters. Really? Yeah, this was in my dad's pool back home. Most pools that I have are most pools that I visit are chlorine pools. Sorry. I think you do like community pools or like gay bathhouses. But in normal people's pools, it's just salt water if there's not gonna be fifty people fucking in it. I need to know if this is real, y'all. Is. Is, are the preponderance of pools out there salt water? I I firmly disagree. I'm I not in with the pool owning population. I'm invited mm-hmm. to come over to someone's fucking apartment complex and go in their pool before we bang. It's true. That's <laughs> that's my experience with pools. That's our experience like, although I did, with pools. I did fuck that guy who had the pool behind his house. I don't think that was a saltwater pool either. Even he wasn't bougie enough for that. Well. So come at us. I want to know if people actually have saltwater pools. Come at us. Maybe they do. Again, I don't know. I don't know either. Don't fidget. Stop. <laughs> we just had to redo it again because he was flailing his arms wildly. Like I knocked out the cord, and yeah. Poodle really didn't yell at me. I'm going to say, <laughs> you really didn't. I appreciate it. You were calm. I screamed on my end. You couldn't hear me. Oh, well, I'm glad. Thank you, microphone setting. Y'all, we had to, poor Poodle. He already, <laughs> we, I totally, I didn't know I started late, and I totally <laughs> missed this Jenny and Submit sex conversation. I just had to wait for him to, this was like, I now know what, um, uh, you guys watching us talk about it's very frustrating. <laughs> but I, but I now know I was watching it and Poodle could hear it and he was watching me watch it and then he was commenting about it and I went, it was oh, interesting. I guess this is what a watch along is like. This was fun, <laughs> y'all. He 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 was looking at the microwave clock and didn't know it was slow. <laughs> I don't know why anyone would trust a fucking kitchen microwave because clock I am very... in a fucking Airbnb. That's fair. I'm very precise about my microwave clock, but apparently the Airbnb owner, Luis, is not. You have a phone. That phone is like a universal <laughs> clock. Remember? Rem- do you remember the time? Literally, do you remember the time when you always had to check if your clocks were set like in accordance with everybody else's? Yeah, that sucked. I'm glad we have it where it just does it now. 
It just does it now. I still don't change my analog uh, bedroom clock. Everyone just gasped. I refuse to change it for the time for the time change, and I just remember it to what goes. Then it'll go back soon. That is <laughs> stupid. Everyone make a collective gasp. It's an analog clock on the wall. It's a wall clock. Y'all, why should I change it? This is what I deal with on the daily is that Poodle <laughs> won't do things. I just know Poodle, it's an hour later. No, Poodle will do things that take a lot of work, that take a lot of time. He will be True. very committed to those things and he will follow those things out and finish them. But if it's little things, he will wait and not do it. it until there's these little things have all become a mountain of day long things. Honestly, it's just not a big deal to me. I just and I don't I don't like the idea. I don't like the there's a little bit of friction when I turn the clock and I don't like I think it's cheating when I have to turn the hands of the clock. I'll just I feel do like it I'm when losing, I'm come over next. I feel like I'm losing time or I'm adding time and I don't like that because it that's against the the, the fabric of the world. It's fine. I just I keep it there and then it goes back and then it's okay. Like we're going to get fall back in next week and it'll come oh. back to normal. Time heals everything. That needs to be at least a fifth higher, but that's okay. Um, Thursday, Friday. You got to sing in your high register, bitch. Wow. Um, Let's just start with Jenny and submit where I had to watch you watch it. Y'all, he started, he's like, so we start with Benjamin Ari. I'm like, no. There was quite an egregious scene before that. <laughs> and um, he told me that it was a lot, and I didn't believe him. <laughs> and now I believe him. And his eyes grew as big as saucers as he I'm, watched it. Hey, we're big. Let's, let's talk about Jenny. Let's talk about Jenny. Tell me out. By the way, I just want to say, so I have cousins that live in Houston. And so I went to see them today, and we were at a park. And she's like, oh, look, there's chickens over there. And I said, that's terrifying. And she said, Looked at me. She was like, I know. And I, and I said, grandpa's chickens attacked me. And we had the same grandpa. And she was like, I know. My husband doesn't understand why I'm scared of birds, too. So I think my whole family is scared of birds <laughs> because my grandpa Pete's chickens attacked them. They just sound like really nasty chickens. Yeah. Mean. I know. Everybody in L.A. says they have nice chickens that lay eggs for them. Not grandpa Pete's. <laughs> when you say grandpa Pete... I feel like it's some kind of relative of Goofy. <laughs> he did always wear overalls, always. <laughs> Literally, we had to convince him not to wear them to people's weddings. Grandpa Pete? Hey, Grandpa Pete. <laughs> well, his last name was Peterson. Uh, I'm, okay. So, no, that so was you, his you nickname, didn't, Pete. You didn't call him by his first name? No. Grandpa first... Blank? No, why would I call him Leonard? <laughs> Wait, Everyone's. So I everyone called him Pete because his first name, his last I mean, name was Peterson. Everyone called him Pete. I did not know that his first name was Leonard until I was probably 14 years old. I feel like that's a common last name for I, where I'm from, though. So it what, wouldn't Peterson? be. It's a yeah. common last name everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Oh, don't pull over, don't y'all. Pull over. The, the ambulances have been going like crazy in L.A. tonight. Hopefully everything's OK. Then my, um, uh, my his son, my Uncle Steve, they call repeat. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> I do. Things I did not need to know. Oh, God. Here it goes again. God. 
It's quiet here in Houston. I'm sure it is. That sounds like a country song. But you know what? You're not on a... It's quiet here in Houston. I'm wishing you were here by me. kind of does now. I kind of want to listen to that song. You fucked my ass. Without a condom and you gave me an STD. I'm not into it now. <laughs> I thought you were going to actually sing a song that might have something to do. I'm singing like a gay country. country song about gay country problems. There aren't any of those. Well, there should be. <laughs> all, even the even the songs sung by gay people like that Steve Grand, it's all like you just replace the girl with a boy and it's just generic. Yeah, we there is country no gay stars country singing songs. about dick. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Shelly Wright sings about women, and she's a wonderful singer. Y'all come does at Shelly Wright. Does she really sing? But it's but it, they're like country songs, and you just replace the sex. You know, you know what I love about Shelly Wright? She still does both. Like, just because really? she's a lesbian doesn't mean she sings songs about... That's what I think. I think we need to be a place where you sing songs about men, women. It doesn't matter. Um, How did we get talk, here? Let's talk. Uh, because you went off. <laughs> Don't ask me how we got here. Don't, don't, don't ask me. That's like, that's like Robert Oppenheimer working on the atom bomb saying, you know, how do we get here? How do we get to Nagasaki? And everyone at the boardroom table is like, uh, you. (laughs) That's the first... Adam bomb joke <laughs> of the evening. Only <laughs> the last, but I can't I make any guarantees. That's the first Robert Oppenheimer <laughs> reference. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if there's a podcast out there where we can go from gay sex to Robert Oppenheimer, <laughs> literally to gay country songs to Robert Oppenheimer in this first thirty seconds, y'all. Anyway, on your Apple Podcast review, if you haven't left an Apple Podcast review, nothing makes Zoodle happier. They can go from from country songs about Dick to Robert Oppenheimer (laughs) and give us five stars of a lamb tail. We appreciate Um, it. Let's jump into this. Uh, Like I said, Maddie completely missed this, and I had to. uh, uh, I was agog that he he did not have something to say. So apparently. uh, S- Samit and Jenny have that freshly fucked feeling. They do because uh, so we've seen lots of people. We've seen, we've seen uh, 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 what's her name, Rebecca and Zied. Mm-hmm. We've seen all. Ever- we've seen Darcy and Tom mm-hmm. with his gout. Mm-hmm. We've seen <laughs> we've seen Benjamin and Kenakini. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgie and Darcy. And now, oh, hey, can't get enough of that. Whoa, Jenny, Jenny Say hello just to that can't. One. Jenny can't stop laughing. It's like, <laughs> she's like, I want to show him how I want to show him how happy I was, how appreciative I was. <laughs> you know what? She and just I just got a coughing fit. You know what? I imagine just watching this. I imagine Samit walking in the room, <laughs> and. Just Jenny laying there in like a negligee, just kind of with on her side and just kind of rubbing her ass. And then he looks at her and she just goes, Come here, big boy. Come here, big boy. 
And I think too, like she basically says, then he says in an interview, uh, our making love was very passionate. Um, uh, you know, she knows how to dominate. So, uh, you know what that means? Uh, it was a little bit, wah, 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 wah. Oh, did it we're talking white scarves y'all candle wax blindfolds and And i'm gonna go some worms that we throw on smith's chest yes that she picks up (laughs) (laughs) and i'm telling y'all now jenny jenny is pegging Summit. She probably learned that from her lesbian daughter. She's like, hey, this is what we do sometimes, oh. mom. And she goes, okay, I'll try it. And put it in you. Whoa. Because I think Jenny's a pretty open minded person. Um, I just never needed to know that Jenny was dominant in bed. <laughs> oh, Smith, uh, I want to take your hands up here. I'm going to make you my bitch. My bitch. <laughs> I'm going to make him a bitch. I'm going to ride you like a pony. Jump on it. My daddy. Uh, y'all, the image and then, of her. And then, and then probably while she's having sex in the middle of it, it just switches. It goes, Mississippi. And then she's like, oh, that's Christina. Sorry. Sorry. I just see Samit arms tied in white scarves. <laughs> just candle wax whips uh everything i i <laughs> you know that he's like are you my mommy are you my mommy yeah she's like, it's, oh, it's not yeah. good okay we should move on from this <laughs> we should move on this this was the most disturbing thing of the night it by was, far it was disturbing in one way but in another way it gave me joy in that i love two people that like you know, we easily sexualize as a society, Jihoon and Devin. We do. And, and um, we don't sexualize. The way, even like Rebecca yeah. and Ziyad, like the way they look and they fit those kind of sexy norms. And I love that Jenny and Submit are basically like two geeks. They're like two nerds that would yeah. meet at a Comic Con and they're sex positive sissies. So and they good can for still them. bone. They like... can still bone and be dominant and, yeah. and get it. So y'all, it doesn't matter how you look. It just matters how you fuck. <laughs> that's gonna be on the new merch shirt. Put the, that's not like the other one. This I'm not God. This is Maddie. It just matters <laughs> how you fuck. I I wanna move on to the next thing that happens is he she's like, I've got something for you. She hands him something. He's like, was it a watch? I like a cock ring. And so he, she gives him a ring Mm -hmm. for him to wear. Mm -hmm. But then she says, I promise myself to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm confused because that would mean that she would wear the ring. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a, a reverse promise ring. She's like, I want to give you this ring that says I'm yours. And I, it, it was very mind boggling to me. Like Darcy think, says, mind boggling. Mind boggling. Do you think she did this t- because she never got the ring ceremony from Smith? And it was a little bit of a passive aggressive of, I need you to, I think, because he told her he was going to do this for her. I think it is. But I'm just saying the logic behind it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm just like, I, I just don't get it. Um, and then Samit told him, he's like, this is nice, but I don't want it. Right. So, 
And then I wrote, he doesn't take it. Oh my fucking God. He basically give just her said, some fucking grace, submit you. Give piece her something. Of shit. Wear give the goddamn some, ring. Wear I don't the care if it's like ring. platinum and like all kinds of bling and shit. If you don't wear, wear her it on your ring, finger, she gives you. Put it on a necklace. So yeah, and so they're like, he's like, well, we're gonna have to do the um, we're gonna we're gonna do this ring ceremony, and she's like, wait, before your divorce, you're gonna you're gonna do the, the ring ceremony before your divorce. She keeps saying divorce because mm-hmm. that's that that she's got tunnel vision. All she's thinking about is that divorce. It is. Then she can get her sue me dick and have it all this, herself. This is true. This is oh, true. Jesus. Um, later on, she does say, I know what's going to happen this time. And all I could think of was, it's going to happen. Happen been sometime. sometime. May, May this time. time. I I can't sing. This was we, only we're for me. We're no, together. we're not. We're all plugged in. No, we're not. Here, it you wasn't fin- together. You finish it out the last one. Maybe this time I'll win. You thought I was going to let you do Liza by yourself and finish that out in a cold day in hell. Why can't you just know that we can't sync up? And I think it did. Now that we plugged in and we have better microphones, I think we can sync up now. It's like a quarter of a second. You're wrong. No, I, I don't know. Let here. Let's uh, let's uh, let's try it right now. Five, six, seven, no, eight. I'm not we'll do always be bosom buddies. I refuse. Sisters and pals. I'm, this is like I'm not going to be Charlie Brown with, with and Lucy with a football. <laughs> I, you nope. know, I'm going to go back nope. and edit nope. this. You've ruined it for we, me. If we sound together on this, you're going to eat it. I don't believe you. I, no, because I, I can hear it. I sound like Jenny. I don't believe you. Uh, you just have to. We have to make sacrifices that we're we're farther apart. You just need to know that and get okay with it. Um, Go change your fucking wall clock. <laughs> anyway, so where were we? Okay. So the next scene, uh, Samit is cooking, and Samit is cooking chicken. He's cooking chicken. That's what I was offered. I was upset by that. She was my best friend. <laughs> Henrietta. Uh, so he has, he's going to take care of the criminal case that yes. the uh, his ex-wife, or to-be ex-wife, uh, filed against him for emotional anguish, or mm-hmm. he's like torture. Basically, it's emotional distress. And remember that you guys, they, uh, they, uh, they paid her twenty thousand dollars, and now she's asking for five hundred dollars a month. That's a poodle boudreau move, everyone. That's a it poodle is. Boudreau and move. honestly, I don't know this woman. It was really probably shitty what he did to her. Yeah. Um, I I can only imagine that. I don't know why she's asking for an extra five hundred dollars a month. Whether it's pain and anguish, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't know I, either. I don't even know. I, I it's hard for me to comment because I don't. Smith's a big liar, so we really don't even know. It, it's, uh, yeah. I, I really, 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 really want to. If they ever had Smith's ex-wife show up and she was on TV, that would be like a Maria. They stop won't the bus. Who She'll never that? come on because think about how much she shamed. Oh, never. Oh, yeah. never. Yeah. Never. So. Uh, they're living, we do find out, they're living off her social security. Mm-hmm. He's not bringing in any income. So and he's as a we deadbeat, know, that's, y'all. That's nothing. That's not. So 
Because I don't understand why he's not able to work. Um, I don't either. I do not know. End of story. Like he's an intelligent man. He should be able uh, to work. The next day, his friend Ro- Rohit uh, takes him to court. I guess Jenny can't. Uh, she can't drive. No. Nope, uh, and I liked it. She that can't some, do anything there. That <laughs> Samet is wearing glasses to make him look smart. smart. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what you do when you go to that's court what go. it's yeah, like that's what's what his do. name what's the guy who was on the documentary the staircase people are screaming the guy who literally like pushed his wife down the staircase and to look like nice uh he wore glasses in court if you're a woman you put your hair up exactly you want to look you don't want it makes you look smart makes you look smarter uh yeah and so, so they they go to court and then we get a little two or three hours, and this went a little bit better than when Angela went to court or tried to go to the embassy because <laughs> um, she was out. And like, they threw her house out in 20 minutes. He actually was there for three hours, and y'all, um, they get out, and we find out all charges have been dropped. Right. Uh, all all of the, the – the, the, they've been withdrawn. They've withdrawn. So, they withdrawn, so the judge dropped The everything. divorce can go forward. Forward. Um, and Jenny's very excited about it. I would also like to point out that the sweater that's leopard print that Jenny has, I actually own a sweater almost exactly like that. That's your future. Yep. <laughs> it's like a more of a lime greenish kind that's of your color. Future. You're just going to have dark red lipstick and fingernails <laughs> so chewed off they look like fat nubs. <laughs> and long stringy hair and inappropriate lipstick. You're right. <laughs> Yeah, you know what it is? It's Jenny is, I actually think, a pretty person. I just just wanted to wear a better lips. Although some sissies came for me. Apparently, it's really in right now to wear dark lipstick. I'm all for that. And some of them look pretty amazing in her Facebook group. And I was like, okay. She has really light complexion, though. But I will say this. And I don't mean this to be ageist. I just mean, just so everybody knows... The more mature you get as a person, yeah. the, the less darker your makeup or the more dark your makeup is in general, mm-hmm. the more it actually ages you. So almost all beauty experts will tell you for the more mature you get, you should wear lighter less. eyeshadows, lighter blush, less foundation even. You should it should get lighter and lighter. Even your hair color. Yeah. Have you seen like when Grandma Hazel dyed her hair black for my cousin's <laughs> wedding at 70 years old, swinging that purse? It did not look good. It did not look good. Mm-mm. She's in heaven right now going, by God, faggot, you know, I'll get you for that. <laughs> it looked fucking sexy. I looked like Elizabeth goddamn Taylor. They always brought me luck, motherfucker. <laughs> And you're some faggot living in Los yeah. Angeles. We'll see how you are when you're roasting in hell. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate <laughs> you for rubbing my feet. <laughs> so I'll give you a pass. Anyway, that's all I had for those two. That's Bes- all I had a- After the dominant, the idea of Jenny being very, very dominatrix-ish in bed, yeah. it was hard to go on. No. Mm-hmm. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. 
Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there... No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with their ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of me undies, great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from me undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know, Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. 
It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. Songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners. We know you get tired of waiting. Reality Gaze is coming to you. So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Alright, you guys, so let's move on to Ari <sighs> and Benny. Can I say something? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all Poodle and I actually really don't love being right all the time. <laughs> and we're not always right all the time. So I'm not believing. I don't know. I kind of really love being right, but it's like, I, I agree with you. I, I did not want to be right about this. This we did not want to be right about. And I mean, it is eerie how closely this is playing out exactly as we said yep. it would. Yep. I mean, eerie. A hundred dollars. She takes the baby and goes home on the finale. Oh, I'd put a thousand on that. I, 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 and it makes me sad. Number one, he, He's not equipped to be a father this quickly either. He's not he's not thinking one step ahead. He's only thinking one step ahead, I mean. Um he's not thinking anything um and and we can laugh at things like what we're going to talk about in a minute about like making him walk home with the baby. Um we can laugh at things like that, but that could have all been fixed 
if they would have had one single fucking conversation uh, about what to do when this happened. They don't. They they are both. They don't not talk. Future plan. They were not future planners at all. No, you were correct. Um, Let's jump in. Yeah. So, oh, and you know who's a, really this? You know who really who this was the hardest to watch? Janet. <laughs> Ari's Janet. mother. Her or Janice. Janice. Janice watched this, and you know she probably like she when she sees things like this, she always goes, "Mm." "Um, Robert, Robert, turn it off; it hurts my indigestion." Janice is definitely on Lexapro or something (laughs) that gets her through the day. She has to be, (laughs) because you would need it to deal with Ari. You would. Um, So I will say, um, so Ari's. If you if you weren't here for last week, Ari had her baby. And it was a scene, man. It was. It was. <laughs> it was, it a, was scene, a scene, man. Um, so the baby's there. The baby is very cute, you guys. Very. Um, and uh, and she says something that is so. She's there. She's about to go home, and the the midwife comes in. She's like, you know what? I'm not going to be here anymore. Go home. You know, you don't have me. You're a mom now. And and Ari's like, it's so funny. You had like a baby. And like you're just like, and they like say, go and take your baby home, and no one checks out what you're doing, and it's just like take it home and be its mom. I mean, it's weird. <laughs> so I'm everyone torn. has those thoughts, you guys. Th- that's what I'm torn about. But everyone she- has those thoughts, but it's so <laughs> gross watching her say it. But it's, that's a very normal. What is that? I don't know what. It's very normal. It's very normal what she's saying. And I went, you're not and, wrong. That is, it feel, is weird. And I feel, and I feel, that's what I feel. I feel torn because I agree with everything she just said, but I want to punch her face when she said it. There's Agreed. It's because her face is almost stamped with uh, 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 this, the rubber stamp of entitlement. I think that's it. I think I can't get past it. And, um, but oh, and it's also the way she says things. I don't want to punch her in the face more of I wanna oh, like I have a feeling of like I feel like she's her. like a, a teenager who needs to go to military school. <laughs> like that's what I want to do for Ari. I want to send her to military school. What would she do in military school? Oh, oh. cry a lot. <laughs> she would. Oh, but then she would get in some lesbian relationship with her oh, with like totally. a colonel or totally. a private and then make it all about that. And uh, so anyway, she always been with women just for the fun of it. Oh, definitely. She's yeah. b- because it would be a good story. Yeah. She also says she cool. never forgets to mention that. Uh, I think I think this this may be an idea that and I hear this with with people who are in documentary style shows. You forget the cameras there. Mm-hmm. But however, she has said that her belly. She's like, yeah, my belly's hurting, but I'm ready to go home. I'm really, I'm really in a lot of pain, but I'm ready to go home. I'm really in a lot of pain. Like, I guess it's, and maybe it's the way I was raised. You, you can say, you know, I'm hurting a couple times, but maybe not every time someone talks to you. Ari is always going to make sure her needs are heard before anyone else. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, always. And I, and I think it may come from 
I, I guarantee you she had tons and tons of therapy because we talk about her having a cutting problem when she was young and cutting. And maybe the therapy was all about expressing her feelings mm-hmm. and she had to let everyone know how she was at every time. So at now, every it's point. Like, now it's like the flap is open and they just come exactly. out because before it had been shut. Possibly. Exactly. That's that's kind of where I was with it. it you know, um, it's. It's uh, so the kind of the big first issue is they are going by, by home by car. They don't have an, a car seat, and but this is the problem: is that it's not that far. Literally, they can um, they can. It's a five minute walk, and Ari finally just kind of says, "Well, I'll go home in the car, and you can walk the baby home." And you're gonna walk home the baby now. But I will say that like what's not good, um, and what Biniam starts to do this episode is. Benningham says, well, I think she's overreacting um, and she forgets we're in Africa. But there's a little bit of, I know she's in Africa and she moved here. But again, it's like, did they not have any conversation of like, hey, what's a baby like when you have a baby in the U.S.? Well, this is what it's like in Ethiopia. Like, okay, so this is what we both can like expect and not expect and they did none of this they knew each other for three weeks fucked without condoms had a baby she's here boy that's that's really (laughs) really could have been you or i i I mean really thank god i can't get pregnant thank god again not that i haven't tried um i i will say to to your point I found his behavior more objectionable than hers this episode. I agree too. And I'm not, and y'all we'll get into that more. For for everything you can say about oh, Poodle really hates Ari. He's really down on Ari, really despises her. I think she was doing kind of the best she could have done with the way Benny I, was acting. I just want to say I fe- I actually really sympathize with her this episode and Me I too. went this is too much. This is too much for one person to take on their own who doesn't somebody who somebody who is in her situ, situation. This like, is too much for one heart. That's a deep cut from uh um um oh what is it? It's a deep cut from uh uh Miss Saigon, the cut song. Well it's a I'm great glad, cut song. Glad we all had to sit through that. <laughs> Um, I won't be chastised for you from singing. But, but there's something about like someone like Rebecca would do well on the other way, and that like Rebecca has her moments, but Rebecca she can is hang. really confident in who she is, and she knows what she wants. Yeah. Um, even um, even Devin, who is really stupid a lot of times, still has a little bit of like she conviction. Can do it. Yeah. But the thing is, is Ari, bless her heart, doesn't have that. And when I watched this, I went, this is just, this is the worst thing that could have happened to her. You know, you're exactly right. When we think about people who've done the other way before, um, because you're going to their, going to their, uh, a new country. You have to have this mental fortitude to do that. And uh, she's the least likely. Um, Brittany is a close second. Brittany doesn't have it either. Well, she thinks she does. She does. She's the amount of hubris she's got saying, I'm going to go into a country. I like Jordan. <laughs> look, whenever, at my, look at my boobs on Instagram. Whenever Brittany says Jordan, she, by the way, she's like, I'm going to Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> but we're going to talk about did you see the suit she was wearing at the beach? 
Yeah. <laughs> we can't do this now. We can't do this now. We can't do this now. I'm just we, like, hopefully Yazan doesn't see this. Yeah. Yazan's going to be like, yowza. <laughs> anyway, um, back to so Ari. They so anyway, are, they, he walks the baby home. Yeah. It, he walks she the baby home. home. And he's like, I could trip. I could do anything. It's actually much more safer. And you guys, you can fight about a car seat rule. I don't really care. Um, uh, but it wasn't a he, very long... She was, was making wrong. a stand. The baby does not need to be. The baby needs to be in a car seat if the baby's in a car. Yeah. And I mean, his reasoning was dumb. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was reasoning that it's not a law. And and I can't say that that that, you know, if you shouldn't follow that if it's not a law, you know, who cares? I, I don't care. I don't care if it's a law or not. I'm doing what's best for my baby. That but I'm saying and <laughs> she did y'all already Ari did post an Instagram about it. She's like, babies are like projectiles in a car. She really did say that. It's true. They are. And I I, I would I think it was safer to walk home. Um, now, this said, you kind of think, okay, well, that's their big fight. That's the only thing Ari's going to have to deal with this episode. No. And then. And then they slaughter a sheep on her front door. <laughs> I'm I'm laughing, y'all. This because is of the ridiculous, <laughs> y'all. Bitches already hanging by a we're, thread. We're not making fun of the custom, although I do think the custom is violent and inappropriate. Different cultures can have different customs. That's fine. This is like, the fact I, that again <laughs> that Benium didn't even talk to her about no. any of this, and that's what made me feel so sorry, y'all. She is totally just. Ben and if, if Ben yeah. starts that thing like, well, this is just Africa. That is gaslighting her, and he needs I, to I was shut the say, fuck up. You need if you can watch the movie, the movie Gaslight with Angela uh, Lansbury. That's this is kind of what they do. That they're basically trying to drive this woman crazy. Yes, and this is pretty. This seems pretty close to it. Yeah, <laughs> like they're all standing there with torches, and mm-hmm. there's a goat on a leash, and Ari's. Ari's already losing it and a goat on a leash at your front door and you're going to slit its throat is probably not the best way. However, they did not talk about any of this. If any of this had been talked about, we could have rectified it all. Also too, y'all, a woman is already immensely tired after they give birth and they're already sore enough. And then on top of it, Ari gave birth within a c-section so she's like yeah. it's just she is sore that takes like at least a month sometimes some women take like three or four months to heal from that i think too this is assuming uh this a woman who's doing this is a resiliently non-mentally frail person yes yeah um, when she was so they they slaughtered she was she kind of goes and like they sit down she's outside losing like, her shit that's really I like too. It, it turned my stomach because you could see her. I went, this almost looks like a movie where you see somebody have a mental yeah. breakdown and then they she become the Joker. Up. Like they just, um, she was, she was shaking and she was, bless her heart, really trying to keep it together and not offend everybody else yeah. around him. I mean, I was impressed then, by her in that she moment. she said, now I'm responsible for a sheep slaughter. And unfortunately, that might have been a little much. Kind of made it about her there, but that's Ari. I'm like, that was a little um, bit of Jewish guilt there, but okay, you do what uh, you need to do. 
Yeah, and so then you guys, she goes to the room. She realizes that oh, the family's here. Let me put on some makeup and shower. Yeah, she's um, like, let me put on makeup, and she she's in the bed. She finally is in the bed with her baby. She can finally relax. She's calm. And then- <laughs> All of his aunts, y'all, four of them. When Edward Poodle heard that noise, his asshole went, what? Huh? Is somebody there? It's like that scene from in Hercules, Zero to Hero, when all the women just run in and start singing. <laughs> it was like Little Shop of Horrors, which we just watched in our watch tomorrow. Oh, it was really great. It's so good, y'all. If you haven't watched, we did. We just watched it on Saturday. It's such a great movie. You know, it's kind of a perfect musical. I think I don't have a lot of problems with that musical. I don't. You know what? I, I opened a can of worms. You know what? <laughs> no, I, I would say I would I would just tell you, and I don't I don't even you can say it's a perfect musical, but I don't even think there's a there's even a paradigm for it. Like I would tell you that like there's no plan for a show like that. There's no there's no comparison. It's That's just true. so weird. Unique. Yeah. Um and because it's based on a really weird Roger Corman movie that uh, the, the thing about the thing of why the show works is you don't know who to root for the entire time. You know how to root for Seymour, but you kind of want to root for the plant in some ways, and that's why it gets a little weird. Like you don't you, the, the uh, that's why it's so subversive and kind of queer in that way. You don't really know because the plant is just like eating bad people. You don't really like Mister Mushnick. You don't like you hate Orin. In a weird way, but you also kind of want to fuck him. <laughs> anyway, I, I can't get too much of it. I'm sorry. That discussion was interesting. You're wrong. <laughs> so the ants all come in, y'all. They got to hug the baby or it's going to get sick to its stomach. Linda, Finda, Glenda, and Claire. That's what I'm naming them. <laughs> Linda, Finda, Glenda, and Claire. I didn't write their names down, but I'm glad you said that. They almost spoke in like the, like in improv scenes where they finished the sentence where Linda says, hi. And then Glenda says, Ari. Hi. And then Finda, <laughs> how? And then Clara says, what's up? They're kind of like the the fairies from... Um, uh, uh, you better not say what you're... Beauty. Don't you compare them to the fairies. I love those fairies. <laughs> but they're the fairies. They're really like... But but instead of giving gifts, they're like, "I need to hold your baby, and when we're gonna cut your penises, your the your your baby's foreskin off." <laughs> this is fair. This is fair. Where um, are you going? So basically, all the the ants come in. Ari is like, "What the fuck is happening?" Benium, you know what? This when the ants came in, I mean, the way Ari knew it, but that was the nail in the coffin for me. And when I went, "Oh, she's leaving," because she's gonna have a lifetime of surprises, and him yeah. not telling her anything i feel like for him it's just everything's normal and this this is going to sound even worse a worse uh kind of uh, dig at him i don't feel like he has to tell her anything or he thinks he has to tell her anything i think maybe there's like maybe it's um, a cultural machismo thing where he feels like i'm the man and i just make decisions but it, i think I, oh no we're I, just, think, I feel go ahead i think he thinks it should be okay whatever he suggests and yeah, it's almost and I, as if we're seeing Bidium is kind of calm at first, but it's almost it feels a little bit to me like now that he she's had the baby, he's almost like 
not that she's trapped here, but it's like, you're here, you're my family now, oh, yeah. and I can control you more. She's very and, passive-aggressive controlling. Yeah, I that's totally what I feel. agree. I got that this episode. It was creepy. And I, and I had gotten this kind of um, friendly captor vibe before. Like, I'm here, and you're with me, and we're going to make this work, and mm-hmm. you, have to, you have to go through some stuff, but it's going to be fine, and I'm going to kind of push you in the right way, and we're going to make this happen, and I'm, in, I'm enlightened, and I'm blah, blah, blah. This episode felt like I'm going to tell you what to do, and you're not really a great mother, and you should just start listening to what I say because I know – Everything in Ethiopia, we do better everywhere else. So, and and he's completely like brainwashing. She's not not brainwashing. She's com- he's completely mind fucking her. And uh, so, I completely understand if she leaves. I would too because uh, he we we've kind of gotten an idea that that you can kind of take or leave any of these Ethiopian customs. But I feel like they're a lot more. Um, it's there. There's you can't say no to a lot of them. I'd still uh, fucking. I'd still fucking. I'm not into him as much as you are. He could still play the drums on my ass. <laughs> but you're ass right. Drums. But you're right. He did kind of act like a little bit. Honestly, this their relationship to me is the. It mirrors a lot of Yazan and Brittany in a lot of different ways. Where Yazan kind of did the same thing. To again, we're seeing a little bit from Yazan. I think of what. Again, I empathize. We'll talk about it later. But this idea where Benium thought, well, okay, sure. I'll go along with that. I'll say yes to that. I'll go along with that. I don't want to rock the boat. You're going to think I'm so easygoing. But then when shit really hits the fan and you have this baby, I'm not compromising on this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to disagree with you there with Yazan and Brittany. (laughs) I was going to say similarities. I'm going to tell you that it takes a huge amount of privilege on Brittany's point to say the things she says. It, no, uh, it does. It does. It does. Yeah. Um, let's move on to the answer basically saying um, baptism's allowed. I don't care mm-hmm. what the preach, preacher told you or a priest told you. We're going to get it done. You know what? They're, they're Aunt, Peggy, Aunt, Aunt Peggy and Aunt Darla <laughs> would do the same thing. Darla, <laughs> Darla, they say the priest can't baptize this baby. Oh, that's just poppy. That stop. I know. I know. I can call Reverend Morgan at Stoptown. They'll just they'll just <laughs> baptize him on Sunday night after service. Will they? Y'all, yes, Peggy. That is what the we're going to take that baby. Y'all, aunts will always find a way. I still have to tell that story. Of when my father got divorced and what my aunts did. But that's a special <laughs> that's episode. That's a good story. I think you should tell that on the YouTube live when we do the YouTube live. I can't. It People want it too much. I can't do it just for the gay <laughs> trends. I have to do it for everyone. Fine. Um, anyway, so there, people, there, she, and Ari's like, I don't know. I'm, I just don't know yet. And then the aunts are like, there's a little bit of quiet. And she's like, one says, She's tired. She needs some sleep. It's She's fine. tired. She needs some sleep. She's not thinking correctly. <laughs> I will still say, come y'all. on, Fenda. Let's leave her now. Yes, <laughs> Linda, you are correct. Glenda, okay, let's go. Claire, can I stay? <laughs> I will stay. Say they're still referring to that baby as Simba. So those of you who said, oh, it's just a temporary name, it's fine. Well, but a lot of people came at us, and not in a negative way, but said like, so well, this is actually good for Disney. I didn't know Disney did this. We kind of thought 
No, Simba means lion. People Simba, looked it up. Simba is a very, very, very common name. That's at least that's what I got from Ethiopians. That it's a very common name in Ethiopia, and people use it a lot. No, no, no. The, that's what Ken- I got. Kenyan sissy said, "No, it means lion. No one would name a baby this." Oh, see, I had several people on my own Instagram say it's very, very similar, oh. very common, and that people would say that. And I think though, what we were really saying more about that is. What Jake and I, it wasn't the name Simba as much as we went, oh, fuck, is the only research Ari did about fucking Africa yeah. from watching yeah. The Lion King. We just thought it was ridiculous that they were using and we that think it, And we think after seeing this, that's probably all that she did do. Also, it's still ridiculous if because we, we know the baby's going to be in America. Let's be honest. Yeah, nobody's uh, going to call that baby Simba in Connecticut. No, no. Can you imagine a bunch of white people calling a (laughs) a bunch of white people aren't going to call mixed race baby Simba in the United States? Nice thing they would call him. (laughs) That's not good. So boy, uh, they leave, and then he starts in on uh, the um, the baptism, and he's like, "This is really big for me. I didn't really want anything else." And, uh, and he, and he didn't like, tell her this before. I mean, no. he kind of said, oh, no, that's fine. Whatever, whatever. He's literally telling her when she's at her lowest, when she's yep. exhausted. Y'all, which is, you're which exhausted. Is, which is kind of gross behavior. Really oh, gross. Yeah. Um, it's torturous. It actually is he, torturous. And then he does, he plays this card. He's like, well, you know, haven't seen my first son in two years. And says that. And so, well done, you fucking manipulator. And then he says, you know, I like the name Aviel. Let's just call him that. And can we baptize him? Ariel. Or Aviel. Not Aviel. Whatever. Um, so that he wants to baptize. So he kind of like accedes there. Uh, I think she's basically, she's like, uh, I, she then she says... She's like, you know, it's fine. I, 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 she's like, I don't want baptism's kind of ridiculous in my opinion. You just don't want your baby to go to hell. And like, I think that's silly, but I'll still do it. I don't think it's silly. I don't think, I don't think accusing of actually a fundamental right of someone's religion, there are only like seven of them, and one of them is silly, is stupid. And I want to say that baptism is also welcoming them into a social fold. Um, into a church family. So I'm not super religious, but I had a real problem with her saying, you just don't want your baby to go to hell. That's the only reason you baptize it. I think it's, um, I definitely think it was a very reductive way of looking at yeah, that. It was too simplified. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it made the sympathy for how I have for her start to go away again. Because baptism involves naming, uh, naming godparents. It involves all kinds of other things that is community building. One bread, one body, <laughs> one Lord. Here, here we go with more Catholic <laughs> It's, you know, it's kind of, it makes me angry how simple they are and how I want them to be more interesting. No, I love the harmony for that. You well, know, it's all Vatican II. I enjoyed it. You know what Vatican II is, right? Yes, we've talked about it a million okay. times. But no, Vatican II is what made everything simple. I know. Catholic music used to be really high and like kind of difficult. And Vatican II said, 
you know, we've got to make it better for mouth breathers. We've got to make this easy. And that's that because other people are leaving the Catholic faith. Well, it didn't so. work. They're still leaving it. <laughs> and now they're doing all in Spanish well, because they're le- and, losing Latin and, people. And guess what? Now the Pope says we should have civil unions. Oh, <laughs> And, and, you, and a bunch what? of Latin people, like in Mexico, went, que? Maricons? <laughs> Matrimonio? No, no, no. And guess what? Bitch said it beforehand when he was a fucking archbishop. And he that's why Benedict was so fucking afraid. If you haven't watched The Two Popes, it's pretty amazing. Um, and you understand how radical this pope is, and I'm fucking here for it. But I understand how conservative Catholics could have a problem with it. Um, still, it's still civil unions. So he did like not mention gay marriage in a, in the same breath. I like it too. Um, so that's basically that sin, e, sin, e, sin scene ends. And they talk about how much, and Ari's like, I love you so much. It's really helpful for a family. And they kind of have this beautiful come together. And like, oh, you think they're good. And then now, y'all, the baby's going to the first doctor appointment. Oh, God. This is and when Ari, everything rails and ari is already she's like and i've never had love like this before you open my eyes i said forever had love like uh, this before i need to know there's a whole thread on reddit about does anybody like it when the 90 day gays screech sing <laughs> no uh, there is not i swear to god there is uh, not. it just popped up there yes i someone there. fucking send me this thread <laughs> I'll send it to you. Did they I'll say yes or did they say I no? It's, it's not looking good for us, um, <laughs> but it's not going to stop. Um, I just wish you would screech less. Um, it hurts people's ears. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> no, I'm not saying we should stop it. I just want you to be more vocally. Well, maybe you help. should fuck someone who's rich so we could be in a studio and someone named Clint can be our audio engineer and can lower my What's level. Name? Maybe you could have done that. Maybe that you could have like fucked fuck the husband that you married with the money and fucked the audio engineer. And you just <laughs> ruined all that because you have morals. <laughs> so You're right, you. I did. So Really, no. Name. It's not even that you have morals. It's because you can't get yeah. enough. I can't get enough. The you guys basically is we are gonna name the baby Aviel Aviel Benyam Shura. Um, pretty name actually. It's a pretty name. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, so then they're they're getting the checkup, and he's begging her to get the circumcision. He's like, "This is this is really important," mm-hmm. and and the baptism. Well, and I she's want, like, "Well, yeah, go she ahead. wants it. She wants the circumcision, y'all." She's no, 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 no. no. She yeah. says this. She's so I just want to preface and say she's Jewish. She identifies Jewish right. in Jewish culture, y'all. It is the one of the biggest no nos. And, that. and yeah. she said in the beginning, she's like, usually you have a breath, but I want it to do it's an important thing and I want it done surgically. So she is going to the doctor today. I just want to say she is going to the doctor today, knowing yeah, she decision. this isn't if Benham's a dick, he's a dick. She is telling him she wants to do this. I feel like this was all her being contrarian, too. Yes. Um, she, yes, yes, yes. And yes. and they they do the the and and I wrote down, will motherhood change Ari? And I went, probably not. Uh, but she does say so again the checkup, 
and they're getting all the the vaccines and circumcisions and she's like but i've been thinking about circumcision and i i'm thinking it should be his choice it's his body his choice and i'm thinking circumcision is like one of the most essential rites in judaism so it's it's almost like she's picking her Picking and choosing her Judaic killers. (laughs) Yep. If you're going to be Jewish, be fucking Jewish. Yeah. Like, don't don't stand on don't stand on a podium for something just when you want to and when you feel like you need it. I will say, I I know very few uh, people who who say they are more than just culturally Jewish who haven't been circumcised. That's like such a cultural thing. Well, and but it's, maybe y'all come at me if you're not. No, but, and, and I fucked a lot of Jews. <laughs> he has. He's fucked a lot of Jews. I understand though too, and I can see how it built up where that has to be horribly hard seeing your baby get a shot like that. Yeah. That and that no, would... I totally, I totally understand that. My mom would tell me she's like, you don't know how hard it is seeing your babies get shots. I just had to be away. You don't know what you don't know what you did having shots did to me. God. Because it, it was your fault when you were six months. Yeah, my mom's like, it was so hard to watch you getting a shot. Cool. I I understand. I would be like, eh, they'll get over it. But I understand how people get really upset about that and seeing. So I get it. But Ari's. But this is where we saw Ari starts to get those crazy eyes where her eyes are widening, yeah, and she's wrong. kind of hovering over over the baby and its crib and just kind of petting him. And oh, then that's not even there. We're not even there yet. No, oh, that's true. But uh uh basically Binyam is telling her that he'll have responsibility for the she's like, what if he says you took a power oh, to yeah. me? And Binyam's like, I'll take responsibility. She's like, that's a lovely thing to say because I'll hold you to that. Come come at us if your child was pissed off that, that you got them circumcised. You know, I've read, it's very painful, but I've read that men can grow their foreskin back. You can use like contraptions. So if oh you or your God. loved one want to grow your foreskin back, you should look into it. I think it's a possibility. I'm an it's equal opportunity. I'm an equal opportunity penis employer. So I, I I've too. had both. Um, Believe me. She's I, had I, both. I, I will say on purely aesthetic grounds, where if I'm going to see a penis that looks like the Michelangelo David, uh, a circumcised penis is is a little prettier. But sometimes an uncircumcised dick can really get the job done in a better way. You know, I disagree. I actually think an uncircumcised penis actually, uh, I like the way it looks a little bit more. You're wrong, but that's okay. Well, it's okay. Um, for you're us to you're penis phobic. <laughs> That makes no sense. I know. I just wanted to say it's a word with PP. Um, but I, I mean, I don't. I personally think if I had a child, I wouldn't have it done to them. So really, no, I wouldn't want to. I I understand what Ari is saying. I wouldn't want to. Um, I really don't want. I mean, if it's about a health thing, but that's not about a health thing anymore. Um, These days, it's not. And y'all, if that's fine, don't come at me and say it's a healthy thing. I don't believe that. Um, I, so I, I if, unless it's into the circumcision police, you do for, not want to go here. But for me, for me, I don't want to have to do anything to my child's body that I don't have to do. That's not going to be, that if it doesn't benefit their life. And I would want them to decide on that if they ever wanted it done. Well, I will say 
an adult circumcision is very, very painful. So it you is. do not want to decide on it. You do not but want to that, decide on that's it. That's the difference. Um, so you can just do it when they're – and then – but uh, and there are people who do get circumcised as adults. Yeah, and I do, I've had some family members that have had they were fixable, but they a couple of them had botched circumcisions and yep, then had to get fixed later too. in life. So that's kind of why I'm like, well, I wouldn't touch it. But don't worry, I'm not having a kid. But but honestly, here's but here's the deal. Ari said she wants it done. She said right. she wanted to do it, and so I gotta like. There's a part of the thing that I feel like as a parent, if you want to do something and you feel like it. That to me, I would think, okay, my baby was stressed. They got a shot. Now they're calm again. I actually think it would be better just let's get this done while the baby's in the hospital. And that's less stress on them than bringing a baby back to a hospital to have this done again. It was just, again, I, I like agree. you nailed it when you said they both are just thinking in the right now yeah. and not in the they future at all. They're only, they, don't, they are only thinking one step ahead, if that. I think too, then you guys, then it gets really weak and freaky because Binyam's like, uh, did you feed the baby? Uh, well, you know, you only drink water and you don't really eat that much. So your milk's basically no good. It's basically this was horrible. It's basically like you're feeding the baby like sugar water. And, <laughs> and her face is like, I'm not going to tell you this again. Um, so and maybe she has eating issues that we don't know about. So maybe it's another – so maybe Benium know. knows something we don't know about. And if that's maybe. the case, then maybe if she, like, has body dysmorphia, which she could, and or she, like, wasn't eating after she had the baby because she's trying to lose weight, and then then Benium, we apologize. You're right. She does need to eat nutrients for the baby. But I don't think that's where this was coming you, from. You, even, if, even if that's true, you need to say it in a way that's not like you need to eat better for our baby. Yeah. She's not going to hear it. Both of these people have the emotional, they have the, an EQ of like negative four. Yeah. It's not good. Um, so the next thing, she walks in and they're like going uh, to, the, to the vaccine and the, should they meet someone. It's so the first thing she says is, this is not a happy day for me. <laughs> that, <laughs> She's wanting everyone to she know. Wants everyone to know her pain. Yeah. Oh. God, I hate her. She's, Even when I'm with her, I hate her, y'all. She's oh. really, she's like, wink, 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 Um, so, uh, and, and I will say, this is, it's, it's, it's tough to watch your kid get vaccinated. Oh, for it's sure. It's such an interesting thing because, uh, I feel like it was with, with her, I feel like this crew and everybody was against her. Because they're 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 showing us the worst parts of Ari. Um, because I don't think that maybe I don't I, think they were against her. I think she's just that horrible. She's she's that bad. I think it's just uh, always think about it, Poodle. Think about it. Stop and I, think about it. Like knowing Ari, she's always going to be about Ari. It's always like this. Yeah, I think too. Boy. So she's basically saying. Um, I feel like I'm taking away his choice. And and then Bingham says, don't worry, I'll decide for you. Yeah. <laughs> and she looks at him. She's like, like, like hoping he'll like realize what he's just said. And she's like, oh, and then you could see her face almost like Job from Rest of Development. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> 
Like she, everything flashes before her eyes when he says, "Don't worry, I'll decide for you." And you just see in her face that goes, "Oh fuck." And I don't know if he meant that as like a I don't power know either. Outside. I think he meant it more like, "Let me take this burden from you." Actually, but but not it did not come out like that. Term. But in context of the way he was acting about other things. It didn't seem that way because then Benningham says to the camera, she has a long way to go to in mothering a child. Yes. And that's a horrible thing to say. Too, like she went to the bathroom probably just to calm herself. And she's like, he's like, where's my baby? Where's my baby? I get triggered. And maybe a lot of women do this. Is it triggering you that she keeps saying my baby instead of our baby or the baby? She uh, really like it feels infantile to me, childlike that she keeps saying it reminds me of a girl on a playground who loses her doll at like a girl who's eight years old and says, who took my baby? Susie, did you take my baby? Tommy, did you take my baby? Matt, did you take my baby? Yes, I just want to have a baby. I think you're working through some of your own stuff. But it's your still, but don't you think it's weird the way she was calling that my baby? No, it my is. It, it just but it just it's everything that she is. Um, and it just, it tells you exactly how she thinks of that baby, that the baby is hers first and theirs second. I wonder, is Kim from Cray Cray a mother? I really want to talk to a mother. I want to talk about to like a podcast who is a mother. I don't think she is, but a mother who is also on does 90 day. We know what I would love. We need to do a pink shade crossover because I think, or Mary, they have kids, don't they? Uh, Mary Payne does. I don't know. We should bring Mary Payne on. I bet she would have some good things to say about this. Good idea. Um, I think the next thing is she's basically saying, where's my baby? And then they're in the room and then she kind of loses her fucking mind. Like she she just, she, she all, she kind of goes somewhere else. It was like, she starts petting. Don't touch him. him." And she's petting. And I literally, I really thought any second she was just going to start going, one, two, look at your shoe, take me for it was creepy. It was creepy. I think the biggest problem I had, you guys, was even when Binyam was trying to touch the baby, she was smacking his hand like, away. No, no. It was, it was yeah. horrible. And again... If you want that done, like a parent, your mom had the wherewithal to say, I want this done. I'm going to have to leave the room for right. this to happen. And um, although I kind of think if you, as a parent, decide that for your child, you should be, that's your decision. So you should be in the room with your child. Yeah. Um, but man, it's, so y'all, she takes the baby and runs like in the middle of, it's like running through the night. The doctor's like, well, are you going with that baby? Then it became kind of like Disney. Because it was like when a, it's like when Aladdin stole a loaf of bread. They're like, bye, bye, where are you going with that loaf of bread? One jump ahead of dun, dun, one head around it. Still, I think he's rather tasty. <laughs> As that dick pig woman says. <laughs> yes. Um I think that's where we should end this part because we had a lot. A lot of, we did have a lot to say on them. Ari and Benyam. Y'all, well, that's where we will have. Be, we will be back next time with, with more. Evan and Chi Hoon. 
Devin and Jihoon. Devin and Jihoon. And y'all. Brittany is on. Brittany. And I didn't know, y'all, Devin is a phone expert. Who knew? <laughs> um, and uh, Armando and, and Kenny. Armando and, and fan favorites, Armando and Kenny. Oh. Uh, and we have to decide who's the better parent. Uh, and we and as we watch Hannah basically uh, uh, just basically string uh, Armando around her little finger. Yep. Uh, but that is it for this. That is it for the show, y'all. You can go to uh, 90daygays.com to find out other, other shows. We're going to have part two up just tomorrow morning. I want to remind y'all that uh, we have in the show notes our Sweet Tea Southern Charm feed. That is starting on the Southern Charm comes on this Thursday, the 29th of October. Our show is going to drop on the 30th. So our episodes will drop on Friday. Um, be subscribe sure to that now, y'all. Subscribe. It's a different podcast. We're going to put the first episode on our 90 day feed just to entice y'all, but it's a free podcast. It's just on a different feed. Just you got to make sure you click on that feed and subscribe to that so you can get the rest. It's going to be a good season, I think. Um, and y'all kind of some, come out of some cameo. Oh, shit. I have a cameo I'm too. Bacon, and she's uh, Ginger Bottom, uh, Ginger 95. Bottom. <laughs> she has uh, Matt to the Mar. No, Matt, Matt, the Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. The Matt Mar, two T's, two R's. Okay, I have 12 hours. Um. So anyway, but that's it for this one. Come back to join us tomorrow for join our newest. And y'all, go to vote.org. Everyone's got to vote. Send your ballot in as soon as you can. Early vote. You it's know, your civic duty. We, I had a friend email me tonight, and I want to be sure to get this right. And just, well, I just want to really shout out that um, it's really important, especially if uh, I really want to encourage people that are early voting in Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Those are three states where um, uh, there's been some misinformation, and we really want to, if you want to volunteer in those states of helping people, call people, asking them to vote. I know that where, no matter what party you're in, but I know that those three states really need people to vote because those those three states really can make a difference in this election. There you go. Thank you. Uh, anyway, that's it for the show. That's it. We call these people Lonely Hearts Poodle. Aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking to dominate somebody? You took that from me. And if you if you like to tie your partner's arms with white scarves and scald them with hot wax, come out of it's Gallus. <laughs> Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code presson25 at checkout for 25% off impress manicure and press on falsies.